Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, fellow? We're officially recording. Uh, let's get our little intro real quick for everyone. the Ferb Experience podcast where we talk about sports, conduct professional interviews, and literally talk about whatever we want to, fella. Uh, today, we got uh, Dan back with us for our bi-weekly uh, sports podcast, and there's not really much going on except for the NBA Finals, huh, Dan? Boy, we're in the finals right now. We got the, the Warriors finals. and the Raptors. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty pumped about that, huh? <laughs> Man, I knew the Warriors were going to make it, but I'm very disappointed the Bucks didn't make it. They just could not come up with a strategy with the Raptors just keyed off um, on the Kumbo, and then the Bish just did not come and uh, back them up, man. That's the, made the whole difference of that series and why we have this Warrior-Raptors matchup. Yeah, and it, it was almost, uh, uh, you know, LeBron in his first run with the Cavs with uh, the Greek freak mm-hmm. in the Bucks. Like, it looked just like that, you know. Yeah, where you know he had the MVP season, and you know it's just like no matter what he did, it wasn't enough. Yeah, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because it really is. I, n- I didn't even think of that when I was watching, but it, it truly is because I mean we had LeBron, they just keyed on him, and they couldn't do it, so then he just went at what well, then he left for Miami or whatever. I, I will but, say I mean, this though, I will say this: the Bucks bench and team is way better than what LeBron had in Cleveland, though. Oh, I agree. Well, I also think that honestly that they, they shouldn't even possibly play the Raptors because if Embiid hadn't been hurt, um, they should have won. The Philadelphia should have beat the uh, Raptors, and then it would have been the Philadelphia Bucks. and I think the Bucks would have beat them that way. But can't, can't say what ifs. We got, it's what we have right now. It's the Raptors and Warriors. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't believe in the Raptors, especially since, like, LeBronto last year. I think Kawhi's a good player, but, I mean, he is just – Man, he is on another – he's like top one or two in the league right now, how he's playing. I mean – Oh, he's, he's absolutely killing it. I think yeah. he's averaging uh, like over 30 points in the playoffs right now. But um, mainly with him, I think it's also him and Siakam. Siakam's been a huge player for them yeah. in this – just this entire year. He's just coming out of nowhere, coming from the uh, G League, where I think he won the MVP there. And then he immediately just brought it into the NBA. And also yeah. another person, the Raptors, Kyle Rowry, which I didn't really have much hope for. He's, he's actually playing good. Along. Yeah, he's actually playing, he's playing well. Good. And then uh, Danny Green's good. And then I mean, Marcus Gasol, I mean, former Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, they're just their team is not the same Raptors as it has been the past few years. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, being able to take Marcus Gasol from, um, well, also the guy Ibaka as well, but being able to take Marcus Gasol from the um, the Grizzlies, I know he's not playing as well as he did for the Grizzlies. I mean, it gives that big, big defender because I mean, um, they didn't have that, so it really helped. He helped a bunch with uh, Giannis or Giannis, however you say his dang name. Uh, He messed him up a lot. Hmm? I mean, I mean, Marcus is a big boy. I mean, have you ever seen any photos of him? Like when he was like fifteen, he was like over three hundred pounds. You you should. It's definitely worth a Google. Yeah, I mean, I I would probably yam it on him, but who's who's counting today? Anyway, uh, you can't yam on an eight foot goal. Uh, I mean, I really can. I can. <laughs> I can yam it on eight foot goal for sure. <laughs> I can go behind the back on eight foot goal. Boy, I bet. 
bet. All right. Uh, but we'll make a video. All right. So who who would you rather have seen in the finals instead? Honestly, like who I initially wanted back in our old podcast, I wanted the Warriors and the Bucks. I mean, I already knew the Warriors were going to win it. So it's not like no point in saying like, oh, I wanted like Denver Nuggets. Oh, I wanted the Rockets. I mean, Rockets right now, speaking of that, they're, they're basically just having like a, a freaking open house. Like everybody take our players. We're tired of losing. We want to win. So everybody's up for sale. But I mean, I already figured the Warriors are going to win it because this is going to be their last year run. And then like, I mean, we were discussed it. It was between four teams in the East. And I mean, I personally just like the Greek freak. So the East, the the East was fun this year, man. The East was fun. Yes. I, I liked it a lot more with LeBron out of the picture, man. It was it was actually kind of interesting. Well, it's because those all those teams um when they had LeBron, they basically just like bided their time and made their draft picks and recruited and got their young development. And then the moment LeBron left, it completely opened up. So like all these teams that had been building all these picks and all these young talent recruiting and like developing, they were able to shine for this season. And we're just we're going to see the East develop more and more with LeBron out of the picture now. Yeah, I like LeBron in the West. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, all right, let's let's talk about like uh, you know kind of player matchups. Who has the better series, Kawhi or Steph? I think I don't know if you want to say it this way, but who has to have the better series? I think Kawhi has to have the better series because even if Steph like. Let's say Steph, I mean, to most players, it'd be good. Let's say Steph only does, like, 20 points. I mean, Kawhi has to do 30 points. Yeah, okay. So, Kawhi is the most important player in the entire playoffs right now. Like, And and plus, he does does it on both ends of the court, which makes him, like, top three players right now um, in the league, I believe, because he can do it on both ends. And he's showing back what he used to do in the Spurs. Okay, so he, he definitely has to have the best series, but who has the best between those two? Who um, plays better? Well, I mean, they, they do different things for their teams. Um, so, But I would have to say Kawhi in that aspect. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Kawhi too. Um, I'm, I'm kind of mixed, man. I, you know, it depends if KD comes back or not, how big Steph's you know, series is going to go. You know? But really, to me, if, with the Warriors, see, that's what's so nice about the Warriors is that, like, even if uh, Steph Curry is doing it, I mean, Draymond Green, look at him in that last series. He's he played been, so good. He's yeah. been on a roll. So he can take over being able to point and, like, forwarding. And then, like, Clay, all you got to do is get him a couple buckets to go in. He's going to have – he's going to give them one game out of every series, Clay is. Yes, Clay is. Yeah, and then he's yeah. going to rock the coattails. But the main two on that team right now with KD out is Draymond Green and Steph Curry. And, and stuff, to stop yeah. both of them, or have both of them be a bad game. Clay, Clay, pretty, pretty well the last series too. Uh, mm-hmm. So, who has the better series, uh, Clay or Lowry? Oh, Clay, Clay definitely will. Um, I'm still. I mean, even though I had Lowry in my fantasy league, um, and he played for me pretty well most season, but he's just ah, just can't trust. He's him. so wishy washy. Yeah, man. He's too wishy washy, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, like, he was leading, like, the beginning of the season. He was leading in assists in the entire year. And then all of a sudden, then he just starts where he came and score a bucket. So, I mean, it's just – he's too – he's almost a little Jacqueline and Hyde for me. But, I mean, I, I would pick Clay to be able to go over that and definitely in that matchup. Have you heard Clay talk about missing out on the max contract money because of the, the NBA selection? Oh, yeah. He's pissed. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I think what is that? I think it was like he cost him thirty, 30 million. Thirty million. Yeah. yeah, thirty million for him not being selected all because uh, like Kimba got it over him. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, Kimba had a great year, but I mean, 
uh, I don't know. But that, Clay, that, Clay's the, the better player, but Kemba had the better year. Yeah, and that's what's tough because a lot of people they only value scoring. Like they say, you yeah. got to score. But I mean, Clay's Clay, Clay Thompson is a great scorer and a great defender, which a lot of people yeah. don't take that in consideration. But I mean, it's hard to. It's easy to be like an only office guy. Like let's say James Harden. James Harden is a pure scorer. Like you know his offense, he's gonna score. Hey, he played so, defense this year though. He played better defense, but I mean, he still like he gets lazy and just lets he the led go the by. league in steals. But I mean, Clay is constantly. <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> what did you say? You led the steals? I was just messing. Okay, that. that was that was Paul George. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anywho, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, you had Paul George and um, Westbrook. I think Westbrook was number three this year on the same team, but they're they're sending Cancun right now. But yeah, they're they're uh yeah, but I mean, but I mean, Clay Clay does it on both ends. So Clay's a two way player, and that's way harder to do. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Clay. I think he has the bigger series, definitely. I think mm-hmm. uh, Lowry may end up missing in the finals. Uh, I hope he doesn't, uh, but I think he does. So, what do you think Demar Derozan feels like right now? I mean, honestly, with Demar Derozan, I think he he says he's not a part of it. But I mean, I bet he's. I think he's still happy more. I think I read an article. Where like he's still calling him and talks to those guys. I mean, he was part of that. He was part of all those guys like that helped Crazy, the man. Raptors where they are. So yeah. he's happy for him. He wants them to go get a championship. He's proud. It's of sad. Him. It's sad, but that that GM made like the best move ever shipping yeah. him off. Yeah, I mean, it, first year they go to the finals. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was a hard move to do because I mean that's your franchise player, like your leader, and I think he was like the leader in like scoring like a bunch of records. And you had to make that hard decision, but I mean, and to risk it on a Kawhi Leonard, who I mean, like if you're getting the Kawhi Leonard, like we're play, that played with Spurs, any day you make that decision. But you're getting a Kawhi who'd been out for a year with some questions. I mean, that was an extremely tough decision, and it just has paid off for him. Yeah, I think uh, I think they made the right the right move. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah, this, yeah, they're in the finals. I think they did make the right move. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, okay, so so let's say this though. What if they lose and he leaves though? I mean, do they? <sighs> I mean that that's the risk of of trading for a player with only a one year on his deal. That's, that's what I was going to ask too. Does does Kawhi stay if they win or lose? That's two separate questions. So if they win, does he stay? If they lose, does he stay? I mean, even in the uh, post game, uh, you know, the question answers. You know, whenever the owner was there, he's like, "We're so thankful for Kawhi. He was just looking like a robot." He was like, uh. <laughs> well, yeah, because they want to do everything in order to keep him yeah. there. He's like, to oh, bring I'm, going to that talent. I'm going to L.A., bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like... that's what's, I mean, that's another thing why, like, I think also why a lot of people are mad because you want to hear his side. But Quad doesn't let you know what he's thinking whatsoever. He doesn't talk to the media. He doesn't no, do any of that stuff. So, like, that's what, like, I don't know what happened with this first. I think that was an internal struggle that happened because, I mean, you see him. He still interacts with Popovich. But I think Kawhi Leonard had some problems dealing with the uh, front office, and but that's all speculation. We will never know about that. So you don't really know what he's really thinking, honestly. But I, think, I don't know, man. I know, I know the the whole city, probably the whole country of Canada wants to keep him. I think I heard something like some um, millionaire offered him like a one point five like condo or mansion for him to stay or something, something crazy. But like just trying to bribe him to keep him there, like please stay, don't leave. But I think honestly, if I was him, I mean, you got the whole the whole country behind you, loving you um, on your way back. I think he stays. Uh, I think he leaves either way. You think he does leave? Yeah, I, I really do. I hope he does. I hope he stays in Toronto. Yeah, I think I'm thinking I re- more. I really, I hope. 
I really like that fan base. Uh, they deserve a good player, but I think he leaves. I think he's either going to um, L.A. or uh, the Clippers. Yeah, with the Clippers. Not the. I do not think he's going to the Lakers. Um, I think he's going to go to the Clippers because that that could kind of be his team, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Clippers. And he's back in America. Yeah, the Clippers get either Kawhi or Kevin Durant. I don't know which one though. Um, but I, I think the Clippers are serious contenders, and they're going to get one max contract player, and that team is going to be legit next year. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking, what if KD went to the uh, the Rockets, like the Rockets unloaded, um, like Capello or um, Chris Paul to be able to move KD in there, so they go yeah. back and play at Texas and play with Harden. Nah, no way. I know. No. <laughs> I'd like uh, to do that because I'd like that big three to go back together. But the, I mean, just think they had Harden, Westbrook, and KD. Like, that'd be insane, awesome to see them playing man. all together, especially at the elite levels they are now. I would I would argue that that team would be awful, though, because I don't think they would all coexist. No, if they could. But, I mean, they can't because, I mean, Westbrook, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what if they win without KD, man? Well, KD's leaving. I mean, I think KD's gone anyway. Um, and I don't think – I don't. I really don't expect him to come back in the finals. Like, I really don't. Because um, I know you always – you never want to say somebody's out completely or else they'll, like, demoralize your team or and also make the opponents think, oh, he's not coming, we don't have to worry. But if you keep saying, like, oh, he's he's probable, he can come back, you still ha- – they have to keep on preparing for that possible matchup. But I don't think he's coming back in this um, – at, at all in this series. I hope he doesn't. It'd be a better series if he doesn't. Oh, yeah, it'll be way more. But, I mean, if he comes back – and there's no it's way over. to worry. But I mean, he won't be. He won't. I mean, he won't be like the same player he was playing at the beginning yeah. of his playoffs because he was playing out of his mind. But I mean, still, like it's still Kevin Durant. So yeah, it's definitely gonna be a more of an interesting series with him out. But if he does come back, even if it's only you can like kind of argue minutes, the Raptors have a good good chance if he doesn't. I mean, yeah, the, the best do. player in the series then. No, the Raptors do have a good chance of winning, um, especially because I mean they're playing the first two games at home. So I mean, they definitely have a great chance of winning. So what if KD. what if what if Kawhi goes and beats the Warriors this year with the Raptors? What does that do for his legacy? I mean, that just cements him. I mean, I, I see people like saying like he's the most MJ like, and now they're trying to say that this is his league now. I mean, honestly, it could become his league. Um, so, I mean, it definitely cements him as a, a incredible player because I mean, that one player made a huge difference in jumping that team from where they kept going to the playoffs and failing to winning it and beating the Warriors, who were yeah, the unbeatable team. I mean, it's what LeBron did whenever he went to Miami, went back to Cleveland, he's on the same level. He's done the exact same thing yeah, that LeBron has. Exactly. He's really, the, he's really the only person that's done that with multiple teams. So it's like, really, how special is that LeBron did that, man? And you really, know? also, if you want to think about it, too, I mean, LeBron James, even though you could say it, he had two other All-Stars with him. Like, he had, um, he had Chris Bosh and Wade. And then you had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Kawhi has, I mean, you could say Kyle Lowry's an all-star, but I mean, like, he really, I mean, he's considered an all-star. But, I mean, he, he doesn't have yeah, to. he's an all-star. He's a lesser years. all-star. Yeah, he's like a third-tier all-star. So, not yes. really. I mean, honestly, I know, I know um, Mark Gasol has become an all-star, um, I think, like, once or twice in his career. But, I mean, he's a lesser all-star. Like, he's not a main all-star he's playing with. It's just Kawhi being a superstar, bringing that whole entire team and putting him on his back like LeBron has, like any of the greats have. Yeah, this, I mean, this, that was this considered be, one of the greatest players. This would be a goat accomplishment if he did it. Oh, yes. Like, seriously. No, 
No, this would jump him up into yeah. like the greats. Yeah, it, Especially because I mean, he's what he's only like twenty six. Twenty five, I think. think twenty five. Yeah, insane. I mean, he has plenty of years left. I mean, this will just help get him elevated already in his status. Yeah, that's that's insane how good he is, man. Uh, so, what role players make the biggest impact on each team? The biggest. Biggest guy, I'm looking – the two biggest ones – I'm talking about, like, you know, Danny Green, Marcus, all people like that. Yeah. The two biggest ones that I view in the entire series are Andre Iguodala for the Warriors because he's going to have the main task guarding Kawhi Leonard. He's going to be their main guy. Like, he's the one who's who's kind of, like, a little bit banged up, but they were, like, rest – I think they were just resting him because they are thinking, oh, we can beat these guys in four or five for the Trailblazers. So I think he's he's the main guy I'll be looking for for the defensive end because I mean he won he won an MVP with the Warriors um, back when they won a championship. So I think he's the main guy I'm looking for in the Warriors because I mean Steph Curry's gonna get his, Jeremy Green's gonna get his, Clay he's gonna go off one night and be average. He's gonna do his thing, but it's mainly Andre Iguodala for me for the Warriors and for the Raptors. The biggest guy in the series is gonna be Siakam to me because without without um. Kevin Durant, there's not many people that can guard him with his length. So I think Siakam's going to have to be huge for them because I think Kwasland is going to do his, it definitely is going to do his thing of having to get 25, 30 points. And then you got Kyle Lowry who's going to get dish out some assists and do his points thing. But I mean, it's mainly going to be Siakam. If Siakam's like putting up 20, 25, they're going to be extremely hard to beat. Uh, I, I like Siakam too. Uh, I think he's going to be a, you know, key player in the series. Uh, if not anything defensively, I mean, he plays defense. Yeah, he plays both well. sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Warriors, I think Draymond's going to have a huge series. I can't stand Draymond. Uh, <laughs> I think I think he's going to play really, really well. And I think he's super motivated to prove. I think they all secretly are to prove how good they are without KD. Because Steph put on his uh, Steph whatever Under Armour shoes from 2015, the finals 2015. Yeah. And I was like, why would he do that unless he's like, look, I want to prove, you know, that we don't we don't need him. You know, not well, I mean, in like a spiteful way, but just to show, hey, we, we can do this, you know. I mean, I saw a thing where um, it was dealing with, um, I think it was um, with Dwayne Wade. Like, I mean, when you, LeBron James came, he took over the team. And he became the guy. But, I mean, it's still, Wade was just as good when LeBron came as he was before. I mean, it's the same thing with Kevin, with um, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Uh, if people think, oh, he's not as good, but now he's going to prove, yeah, I'm every bit as good as I was before Kevin Durant came. And that's what he's showing right now, is that yeah. I am still a two-time MVP player, and I still ball to out. Me, to me, people. Steph was on a way different level than Dwayne Wade, though, like he's way better than. Oh no, no, no! I agree with that. In his point of his career right now, I mean, dude, you can I, see, I see the parallel. Guys, right new there. contacts. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know. Let, let me ask you this: If KD never joined the Warriors, let's just say he stayed in Oklahoma City, uh, would Steph be in the in the greatest of all time debate? I mean, because he would have won another championship or two still without Kevin Durant. I mean, they still would have won. But um, I mean, Steph, Steph, Steph's already considered him. one of the greatest shooters of all time already. So shooters, yes. Yeah, he, you're talking about he, overall players. I'm talking about goat. I'm talking about Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Would he be in the goat? No, I don't debate? think. I don't think he ever will be. Um, because to me, he's just he he's considered the greatest shooter to me. 
I'll reiterate, shooter, not player. He's the greatest shooter to me. Um, I don't think that still changed. I mean, like, he's, he's gotten a lot better, of course, on his assists and rebounds. I mean, hey, in today's NBA, all you do is just pass the ball and shoot up a three, so everybody's going to have better assist numbers. And also with the, the floor being spread as much as it is, you see a lot more guards. You see a lot more triple doubles happening because the floor being so spaced, there's no big guy in the center. So, the, of course, the rebounds go off wild whenever you have a farther shot. So everybody's getting more rebounds for the guards because all you have to do is just crash in. So you're seeing a lot more guards having assists and rebounds now. But, I mean, he's still, to me, he's a great player and the greatest shooter, but not the, one of the greatest overall players, like offensive defensively. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, if Katie never would have joined them, I, I would consider, like, you know, Steph wins the same amount of championships, I would put him in the GOAT debate. Yeah, if he could do it on his own, but honestly, but then you think also if Kevin Durant stayed in OKC, they just lost to them, oh, was it, was it 3-1 series back when they lost? So let's say that he stays, you could argue that maybe they could have actually beaten the Warriors. Then the next year, you could argue that. But I mean, when when um, Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, it made them a complete monster of a team, which nobody could really hardly derail whatsoever. The but best team of did, all time. Yeah, because I mean, you're adding Kevin Durant, who you could argue is was the second best player in the league, of course, behind LeBron James at the time. So when you add that kind of talent, you completely elevate the entire team and roster. Whatsoever. I mean, they already beat the 95-96 goals regular season record, and then they get <laughs> and Kevin Durant. Thing. Yeah, I think that – yeah, then they get Durant. I mean, come on. That's horseshit. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> excuse my language. I'm sorry. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I, I try not to cuss. Oh, man. Slept up right there. But seriously. like we were alive, boy. That makes me so – whenever I found out he went, I was so mad. What makes people so curious, mad. especially people who play 2K, the video game, everybody's like, if you use the Warriors, you're just cheating. Like, nobody's like, you can't use the Warriors whatsoever. Well, the Warriors is cheating in real life. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> they are, honestly. It's, it's really cheating. Like, how can you allow that many All-Stars to be on one team? Coaches, and, five. No, and then they added Boogie. So they literally five, had five All-Stars. Five All-Stars. I know. It's just, like, it's just almost ridiculous. You kind of chuckle and like, what the heck? I mean, it's just part of it now. Now you got to make super teams. So, uh, does Boogie come back this series? I heard he was. They keep saying he is, and he's on progress, but they aren't saying that he's actually able to, like, really do on-court, like, play, like, 5v5. They say he's, like, getting his condition up. So, I mean, he's – what – it was, like, a, it was a torn – I mean, he had a torn Achilles that, that he came back from. But it was, a, it was a torn quad, correct, I think? I, I honestly can't remember. I think it was uh, it's a torn quad, and it's on the exact same leg. So, I mean, they, I think he wants to come back. I mean, he definitely wants to say, like, hey, I played in the finals. So, I think he'll try to push himself where he could at least – excuse me, could possibly do, like, maybe, like, 10 minutes or so. He might come, like, for the last game. That way they can say that, oh, he got credit for playing in the finals. But, I mean, I'm really not considering him or KD. I think KD has a better chance of returning than he does in the series. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about their injuries, honestly, uh, for that. I can't stand Boogie, really. Yeah. You know, he, he, he wrote – LeBron a card or something about I saw this today. He like sent him a postcard saying, Hey, sorry, wish you were here in the finals, like being a, a jerk. <laughs> but I was like, Hey, I wish you were here <laughs> hey. too. I wish you were here too, Boogie, because you played five games this season. Yeah, I mean I mean it's fun being able to sit, sit courtside, but I mean I think it'd be better to actually be able to play it and actually say you want it. Yeah, isn't that insane? 
Yeah, a little, a little bit, especially because I mean, LeBron James has been to the finals what it was nine straight times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is Boogie's first time. Boogie's not even playing. Yeah, I mean, he's played heck? six games. Boogie's a joke, man. Yeah, he's going to end up on the Hornets for mid-level exception next year. Suck it, Boogie. All right, who wins? I'm sticking with who I've always thought was going to win. It's going to be the Warriors, I think. But now, with, if Kevin Durant doesn't come, it's going to be extremely fun to watch because then it's going to go to, like, six or seven, I think. But, I mean, if not, or if the Warriors actually play, like, their normal level they can, I think five. I think the Warriors are going to lose one game, win one win one out of the one and two in Raptors. They're going to win both at home, and then they're going to clinch it in Toronto. All right. Y'all can write this down. First, write this down first. I hate the Warriors. I think we already knew that. Um, I think they're going to win, but I'm taking the Raptors. Just because I want – I don't even care if Katie and Boogie, Steve Kerr starts warming up in the gym to come back. He recruits Michael Jordan. They sign Kobe Bryant for a 10-day contract. Convince Tracy McGrady to come back. I don't care. I'm taking the Raptors, boy. He also had the Rockets were supposed to be in the finals, but what are they doing? Uh, it's, I mean, I'm going to take whoever the Warriors play. You know <laughs> that. You're taking anybody other than the Warriors right now. I hate the Warriors. <laughs> okay, probably take a, you probably take a, a 60-year-old YMCA team right now over the Warriors. I'm going to take my grandma's YMCA team over the Warriors. They can look. I don't care who the Warriors play. The other team's going to win. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> I hate them so much. I know. Yeah, <laughs> um, any, anyway, all right, yeah, I honestly think the Warriors win. I'm just going to take the Raptors just to say it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some other stuff that's going on in the league too, like the uh, free agency. Uh, where does Kawhi, uh, I'm sorry, Kyrie go? Dude, now that they see his buddy-buddy thing with him, I mean, you saw like on Instagram like where he had posted, he got posted in a Lakers jersey and LeBron James liked it, then you see him going off to L.A., I mean, he's getting recruited hard to go to um, L.A. for the Lakers, man. I mean, Lakers had that one spot. So, I mean, I've always thought that he's going to – I still think he's going to go to New York. But now it's really opening up that the Lakers are a, po- a real strong possibility now. Yeah, so he's really close to Kobe Bryant. Um, I don't know why. He just – he loves him, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'd be close to Kobe Bryant too. Shoot. Uh, whatever. Uh, but Kobe's, <laughs> Kobe's actually been recruiting him to the Lakers. They said him and LeBron. Uh, him and LeBron had supper last Saturday in uh, Los Angeles, um, and I, you know, I've heard that him and Kevin Durant going to New York together. I could see that, but I honestly see him going to LA. I remember his first go round go around with the Cavs, even before LeBron went back. There were trade rumors of him saying he wanted to go to uh, Los Angeles. Hmm. Um, so I mean, I I could see him going to the Lakers, honestly. Um, that's who, that's who I would predict that he's going to go to. Um, you know, I I don't think he's going to go and play with Kevin Durant in New York. Honestly, Kevin Durant is such a low character and low competitor. I could see him staying, dude. Yeah, especially now. He's now that they snake, get, yeah. especially now that they didn't get the Zion pick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that all shifted. That is that was now that you're talking about crazy. That whole lottery system was insane. I mean that that completely shifted what everybody in the NBA was thinking. And then now it's like all, everybody like went into panic mode, like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen now? So uh, let's talk about another trade then. Uh, you see the the Rockets are wanting to get blown up. You brought that up. Yes. 
I saw Capella was available. Uh, Chris Paul is available. They're not going to trade Chris Paul. I don't, the main thing is, is Chris Paul's contract that he has. I think he has 40, 42 million or 41 million kicker next year. That's yeah. All. I mean, that, that's what's killing him right now. I mean, and that's what's stupid. That's what costs the whole team. I mean, they paid him 160 million for what it was four years. I think it was four years, 160 million. And then they didn't pay Trevor Reza, who I think that's the whole reason they even lost because they didn't, they didn't sign him and they got rid of Trevor Reza and Luba Mute, which I think was a stupid move on their part. And I think that's what ended up costing them. Because it was just because they wouldn't pay trade Trevor Reason fifteen million. I mean, you're paying yeah, Chris Paul, who is old, a hundred, forty million a year to play with him for four years, and you won't pay Trevor Reason, who is your main defender, who helps, who helps um, take down, um, who take down Le- like LeBron James or Kevin Durant, those type of players. I mean, that's so stupid. So, like, honestly, like with them, I think the owner is like, well, we we complained that it was because Chris Paul got hurt. That was the whole reason we lost to the Warriors. Well, guess what? This year, Kevin Durant was hurt, and they still lost. So I'd be like, screw it. I'm getting rid of all these players. We're starting again. So I don't blame them putting everybody on the block. Yeah, they're they're not going to get rid of Chris Paul. The only the only place I see uh, anyone, you know, even trying to get him is L.A., and that yeah, doesn't make any point. sense. That doesn't make any sense. Do not do that, L.A. If you do it, you're retarded. You're just so dumb. Uh, I could see them moving Capella, which is kind of dumb. Because Capella is valuable against any other team. I mean, yeah. he's so he's such a good player, and yeah, you know they just made a mistake of paying Chris Paul. And if I was the Rockets, instead of blowing everything up, I would fire Mike Mike D'Antoni and then get someone else in there. Honestly. Yeah, they, they like, were having toxic contract extension, but now they've completely halted that because he has one more year on his deal. So yeah, like, I mean, he's I, I would fire him seriously. Like, you know, there was no adjustments. In the playoffs, I mean, there was no ball movement. It was either Chris Paul has the ball on this possession, James Harden has the ball on this possession. If you really want to beat them, you have to have ball movement. You're going to have to tell James Harden, look, we're moving the ball around. Well, not just that. See, Mike Antonio is known as just being an offensive Isolation. He's, yeah. not, he's not known for being defense. He's never been known to have a good defensive team. And you know what you got to have against the Warriors? Good defense, defense. yeah. Yes, you got to – Or at least – You're not going to completely stop the Warriors. They have too many weapons. But you got to slow them down so that you can compete against them. Yeah, I don't like – if I was the Rockets owner, I would have signed uh, Mute, whatever his name is. I would have signed Trevor Reza. I would not have signed Chris Paul to that extension, even if he left – if he left, he wouldn't have got that much money anywhere else. Yeah, no, uh, that's what, I'd have been that's like, what. I'm, a, I'd been like, I'm okay with it. I'll take James Harden and all these role players over paying you forty million dollars for a pulled hamstring every year. No, yeah, I mean, the Rockets last year. If you could have kept that team, I, I, I'm almost positive I would have bet money that they would have beat the Warriors this year. But the moment that happened, I remember I saw it in my car driving. I went, "What the H E double L are you doing?" And I remember like talking with my friends there, everybody, all my group, because we always are up to date, especially when it's when it's like trade season comes and we always are like send messages, like we all were freaking out. Like, why would you allow that to happen if you're that Rockets team? Cause he's so valuable. I mean, dude can shoot threes and play defense. He's the perfect guy for your, um, for your unit. I mean, it didn't make sense. You lost a major key component to help you. But I mean, then again, my Dan Antonio only cares about offense. Yeah, whatever. I'm pretty pissed about it. Uh, so let's talk about this. What, who would you like to see the Rockets acquire then? If they could get one star, which one star to pair alongside James Harden? Let's just say they can trade Chris Paul or Capella. What star would you want them to go get? You know, it's going to sound crazy. What's that? Uh, Jimmy Butler. Really? 
I'd want Jimmy Butler because then that's, that's a small forward position that could play defense and offense. I mean, and then you could get it like, now don't make him like the main guy, um, but like he could be a main secondary guy. Have Chris Paul, of course, revert back to where he just only does assists and do, doesn't have to worry about scoring. I mean, Chris Paul can score anytime he wants, so he just prefers, he, he's one of those guards that prefers passing, get other people going. So I think he, I think he would actually work well in that system with Jimmy Butler. And that way, then you have a one, two, and three system. And you have some four come in. I can't even think who their four is. And then honestly, Capella, Capella is perfect for that unit. He's a fast, mobile big man. I mean, that's exactly what they need in their, their system they currently have. So I don't know why you even try to get rid of Capella. But I would think Jimmy Butler or another small forward is what they need. Like a Kawhi or someone like that. Yeah, uh, honestly, if you, think about it. get Kawhi, yeah. Yeah, think about this. What if they unloaded Chris Paul, unloaded Capella, and they got Anthony Davis – I'm trying to – Can you envision that? That would be incredible, but, I mean, there would have to be multiple teams involved because, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. That would be funny to have Chris Ball coming back to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, not even, like – I'm not saying, like, a straight-up trade. I'm just saying – Yeah, there'd be more people – There'd be another another team or two involved in that. Yeah, just just take the trade scenarios out the window. Let's not think about, like, all that. So – Imagine uh, James Harden along with uh, Anthony Davis paired up next to him. Now, that would be fun to watch. Those, yeah. Those so, you got Anthony Davis players. can run the floor, play defense, post up. Uh, he doesn't have to have the ball to score. I mean, he's going to score anyway. Yeah, he's going to score. Yeah, and then Harden can do his shots. And when, if Harden misses it, AD's going to get that board and put it right back up. Yeah, then now you have the defensive presence. Yeah, defensive specialist right there, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to see. I just love Anthony Davis, honestly. I I, I've well. always been high on him. I think, I think the Pelicans organization, but that's why they fired him, completely screwed him on that deal. And that's yeah. why he's, like, so adamant, like, he wants, to, he wants to go. He wants to go. I mean, I mean, I honestly don't blame him. He's number one pick. He has, he's been all-star. He literally has been faithful to that organization, wanted them to build players around him. And then they finally got Boogie, and he was happy. And then they – I mean, I know Boogie got hurt. You can't help that. And they immediately shipped him off. But that pissed him off that they did that. He finally had help. And then they got rid of his help. So, I mean, I don't blame them for wanting to say, screw it. I want to go to a championship team that I know I can win. Because, I mean, I he's, I already made money. he's already yeah. made a lot of money. Now he wants rings. Because more people in today, you value championship rings rather than money. I mean, hell, I'd like to be able to sit on a couple million. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, more people, the NBA players, they're always they're all making money. To, now, to them, it's just making cha- winning a championship to cement them as being a great player now. So uh, let me ask you this: Does does Anthony Davis get traded? I would fight to keep him. Honestly, I'd try to fight and believe him, but honestly, I think he's got to get traded. I think he does. It doesn't make sense. Him and Zion on the same team, though. Honestly, him, Zion, uh, and um, Julius Randle. I mean, yeah, does not everyone does the same thing? Yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Well, Zion and Randle together completely doesn't make sense. They're literally almost identical players to me. Yeah, arguably Zion's more athletic one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think he ultimately does get traded. I, would. Uh, I don't know which – we were talking about this today, too. Which team has the best trade package? I mean – It depends on if Kyrie leaves. It depends on who the Lakers sign besides Anthony Davis. It depends on if the Celtics are willing to trade Jason Tatum. I was about to say, um, I don't know. I wouldn't about the Celtics, but if the Celtics do put Tatum on the option – I'd go deal with Celtics. Then you also don't have to worry about him being in a different conference too. 
But if you're talking about like Tatum's not up for grabs, I'd go back to that Lakers trade that they tried to make where they tried to unload all their young talent and be like, we'll accept that now. It's, and like also like say you got to throw in like a maybe like the fourth round pick too. Or, or the fourth pick. Yeah. Uh, to me, if I'm looking at the Lakers and you offer me a Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and number four pick, I'm taking it. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. I'm, let's I'm just taking say also that. Josh Hart. Let's say Josh Hart, Ingram, Kuzma, and the fourth round pick this year. I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Or, honestly, I, I was thinking about this today when I was running. What if they did a straight-up trade, Ben Simmons for Anthony Davis? <laughs> Having Bede and Anthony Davis playing together? Yeah. Uh, I don't see that working. Put them at power forward. I don't see that working together at all. But Anthony Davis played with Boogie. I mean, I could see that happening more than I could see with Embiid, honestly. What's your reasoning? To me, with Embiid's tactics, I mean, Boogie had always been on – a terrible team. I mean, he'd always been known to be the man, but I mean, he still took that. Le- he could take that lesser role with AD. AD's known as being the man. I don't think AD could take that lesser role, and B's not going to want to take that less less role because he has way too big of an ego to go. So I don't think that would actually work together. I think they could play well together, but I mean, they wouldn't like each other whatsoever. I don't know, man. You never know unless it happens. I do think they'd play really well together. I think they'd mesh well together. Uh, but yeah, MB does. He has a personality issue, man. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was thinking about that today because I mean, I don't like Ben Simmons. <laughs> no. And I was like, uh, honestly, if you have a distributor with Zion, Ben Simmons was with Zion would actually go pretty well, I think, because they both like to run transition. Uh, but honestly, I think the best package for AD is still the Lakers package. I, agree. I, I cannot think. I'm thinking about it, uh, especially if Kyrie leaves. It's over, man. The Celtics are done. <laughs> yeah. Like Danny Ainge has screwed the pooch on that. I mean, he he had he was a genius for two years, wasted all his picks, signed Gordon Hayward. I mean, he's just well now it's literally like his whole plan is literally dependent upon. Well, I mean his his problem that happened was that his team became too good too quick. That's yeah. that's the main problem was that when Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward were down, the young guys who had they played great got picked up. They grew up. They became they were because usually like you have to like a transition like a, a year or two like oh I can do this well they no, they were good they like we're good we can lead this team like we don't have to have these guys um telling us what to do we're we know we can play well and that that's really the problem they were too good and, I mean you go like he did too he did too good of a job in getting these people and that's what screwed him up. And now it's literally reliant on if Kyrie stays because I mean you can get rid I'd get rid of Gordon Haywood because they have too many at that one position but literally Kyrie's the main issue if Kyrie leaves you're screwed like you said they have to go out and get a point guard which I would hope that then if they could maybe they could uh, get like a Mike Conley or somebody to come in. Can you imagine? Um, can you imagine a Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Anthony Davis trio? That'd be ridiculous. You literally could have, you could literally say you have the one, three, and five, and they can play two and four. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you could argue that it would prolong LeBron's career because you could just hand the keys to Anthony Davis and Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, he, could, he could literally just, he could switch to being a point forward only and then have like Kyrie Irving go to shooting guard. And then, and which I think would be better. I think that would be better. 
No, that would Honestly. that would be better for his career. Yes, and then he he'd play more like almost like a Magic Johnson. And he could play four or five more years like that, just yeah. in his prime, basically. And then you know when Anthony Davis is totally peaked, thirty one, thirty two years old, Kyrie's thirty three, thirty four, LeBron's forty and can still play fifteen to twenty minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I still I still like that trade, man. Honestly, uh, I hope he does get traded for him. Um, so all we got left is the finals. So we'll, we'll make another podcast in about two weeks. Um, hopefully the Raptors have won. They've swept the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors are no more. Anthony Davis has got traded to the Lakers. And uh, all is well in the sports world. What do you think, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the first part wrong with the Warriors getting swept. I mean, you can help the Warriors go lose, but they're going to win. Warriors go win. Um, I hope the AD trade does happen. I hope that does happen because, I mean, him sticking there another year, I mean, he does – I mean, they literally could say, like, you have to stay and play on our team. But I think he gets traded. And honestly, like, when – I don't know if most people are like, listen to this. If you like the draft, the draft is going to be extremely fun this year and where they move pieces with free agency. I cannot wait to hear see about that after the playoffs. They're They're going to have to make trades before the draft, too. Or during the draft, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, at least now I'm so thankful they changed it where you don't have to wait till twelve o'clock, like at midnight, to start dealing trades. They changed it this year where it's six o'clock, so I actually be able to like. Oh, that's I mean, so cool. Well, I mean, I'm already go. I was already up like whenever a trade would happen, like three in the morning, or whatever. But like, I would hate missing those like seven in the morning, eight in the morning, because I mean, eventually I got to sleep. But at least now, <laughs> most yeah. of the players are going to be able to actually like deal and do trades, so you'll know when it's happening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, well, all right. We'll we'll be back in about two weeks. Thank you all for listening to the Ferb Experience podcast. Uh, I'll be releasing another uh, episode next Thursday with another guest. Uh, if y'all have any suggestions, send them to my Instagram account uh, at the Ferb Experience podcast. Uh, I got probably like close to a million followers by now too, so you might as well give me a follow. Facts. Uh, anyway, thank you. Facts. Huge amount of followers. <laughs> a huge amount of followers. Huge. It's a very big deal. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Deuces. Hotter than the black top. Broke down at a truck stop. She looked about as wild as the story she told.